0: Good evening Earthlings, it's your boy Kuipervelt Explorer here on the first episode of Psychonautic Psychedelic. I'm going to do a little bit of rambling, a little bit of speaking from the void or to the void tonight. There's a lot going on right now, a lot going on. Um, UK is back in lockdown. Part of me feels like America was never in lockdown the world's a shambles. The world's on fire. Literally. At least it started. It's definitely started. People are going on and on and on about what they're going to do, what's going to happen next, what's what, how can they possibly cope? Everyone's stressed, 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 stress. And to be honest, I don't think stressing about this sort of thing is really going to get anyone anywhere. Especially considering what happened last time. I mean, the first lockdown hit and everyone for some reason panics and well not everyone a vast majority of people panic and go into this needed self of control a sense of control they needed to feel a self a sense of control over the self and for some reason that manifested in mass toilet paper buying which obviously in itself is bloody ridiculous but when you start stressing about things over and over and over again especially grand scale things like that it's not really something that's going to there's obviously going to it's not it's obviously not going to benefit you in any sort of way um because everyone's just going to keep adding into that and it's a global thing even if you're not aware of the dude a couple of streets away a couple of countries away whatever even if you're not aware of that person thinking the exact same stuff as you saying the exact same stuff as you're worrying about the exact same stuff as you it's going to manifest it's going to it's going to be a general manifestation throughout these multiple people that are thinking the same sorts of things and i mean humans are kind of just hardwired for stress anyway if, if you look at it Sorry, almost biologically, almost scientifically, humans are, are practically hardwired for stress. Like you hear it all the time, you go, you bump into your friend or something like that in the street, and you're like, "Hey, how you doing? what's, what's been happening?" Oh, I've got, I've got a bloody phone bill. I've got the the mortgage. I've got the car payments. I've got to get this done, and that done, and that done, and that done. And you're like, "Yeah, yeah. How you doing? I'm stressed. It's no fucking wonder, man." <laughs> you've given yourself like a thousand things to do and you've given yourself a few hours to do it. And uh, there's this rush, there's this rush, this hurry that seems to be attached to the human psyche the the, the stressing part of the human mind, at least this urgency that you need to get it done quick. You need to do this. You need to do that. Like so many people do it and in so many different ways as well, which is even more interesting. Like you, an artist, for instance, an artist will stress and do the exact same thing. My friend will spend about two three solid months just working hard, grinding on the canvas, doing whatever he needs to do to finish this painting, to finish that sketch, to try out this new concept, to explore this new media. And every time I see him, he's always stressed about something else. It's like, it's almost as if, humans feel like they need to have something to stress about, like there needs to be some sort of thing to search for, which is understandable because humans are constantly searching for things. Like a lot of people think it's knowledge. A lot of people think humans are searching for knowledge. A lot of people think that they're searching for happiness, for love, for... For whatever, but it it the ultimate, and there's humans are really looking for all of it. Humans are looking for all of it. Humans are looking for that creativity, that connection, that understanding, and that instead of putting their focus into finding those things, or not even finding those things, to cultivate those things, instead of putting their focus into cultivating those aspects in their life in their experience then they stress they stress because they don't have those things they stress because x y and z isn't available to them or isn't within their reach within their circle within their grasp at that point and there seems to be this sort of never-ending hopelessness that comes from that stress is like stress in a materialistic sense seems to really be almost natural to humans at this point but i guess it's only natural because we're not butt ass naked running around in the woods looking for berries and mushrooms and edible barts and shit like that because we're not doing what we would naturally be doing what essentially we were designed to do like you were born naked with bare feet and you should walk in this earth with bare feet And obviously somewhere along the line, we discovered concrete, we discovered buildings, we discovered coffee tables, we, you know, a lot of people, I guess, would say, use the word invent, I personally believe that we just discovered these things, because it's all kind of just there, we just kind of put the pieces together. So we discovered sofas and cars and houses and high rise buildings and Wi-Fi and shit like that. So we forgot about the woods. we forgot about the forest the the forest just became this this thing that we go to on the weekends when we have a day off work, this nice place that we visit with the dog when we have a weekend free. When that's our home, man that's that's where you came from like that's that's your house. You should feel just as if not more at home in the woods than you do when you're at home. Like, you should sit on a sofa and feel just as comfortable as you would sitting out on a mossy log. And I don't understand why people have, have at some point in the human history, why or even how that, sorry, that switch happened when we started viewing the forest as a place to visit rather than the place where we came from. We came from the earth and now we visit the earth. And when there's a vast majority of people who visit the earth instead of realize that the earth is their home, like people, people forget that the home that they have their sofa in that, that they have their possessions in that's my cat, the home that they have their things in their stuff, that's not their home that you're, they're going to get anything from. That's why people spend so much time cleaning and so much time organizing and decorating and shit. Like, And we're all guilty of it. We're all guilty of it. I just don't understand why a lot of people, why more people don't spend more time sp- like taking care of the, the earth, doing the exact same thing that they would do. In their living room you would go around and you would do your dusting you would clean your shelves you would sweep the floor you would vacuum whatever you do your dishes like it's not the same shit but it's the same act like if you're walking through the woods and you see a an old cola can or some like rubbish or whatever just like paper or whatever something that shouldn't be there something that's not that doesn't belong there then i mean I'd, i'd hope that majority of people like a, a person with a stem, would pick that shit up would it would get like remove that thing from nature where it's, from where it's not meant to be and you would do the exact same thing at, ho- at your home with your house like you you wouldn't sit in a house with all your shit everywhere and just be like right well i'll just leave that there not like, you eventually you would turn look around and be like i need to clean this place the fuck up and I don't know where in history is hard to place almost. I don't know where in history in the human existence that people seem to forget that, just stop doing that. Oh, it's, that's just the, that's, that's just the, the woods is fine. Someone else will deal with it. There seems to be an awful lot of that. Someone else will deal with it, which seems to look back again, just almost be like a pass off on, some level of stress some annoyance some irritation it seems to be easier for people to just assume that someone else will deal with it i just assume that someone else will get it done get it get it seen to with whatever the case may be And, and it's scary the degree that that goes to like in retrospect fair enough in retrospect one Coke can in the woods isn't going to blow up the earth. One Coke can in the woods isn't going to blow up the earth. But if you walk past that Coke can, then the next person might, and then the next person and the next person and the next person. And eventually there's going to be some ass hat coming along who thinks, oh, well, someone else already threw a Coke can. So I'm going to just throw my shit here as well. And then someone else will walk past that, think, oh, someone else will deal with it. Someone else will get that. And then the next person, and the next person, and the next person, and so on. And then you have a fucking pile of rubbish, or rubbish scattered everywhere. And like the, the specialist acts that are having to get taken out to deal with that sort of shit. Like one can of coke, if ignored enough times and for long enough, could could become a pile could become a landfill you know i see a lot of people online especially older folks older folks seem to really like to stick with the narrative of oh the younger generation the, y- the younger generation never picks up their letter no it's bullshit it's fucking bullshit man all the people that i've seen that are posting this shit And I'm not not trying to target anyone with this. Like, this is just an age range demographic that I've seen personally. This is only from my personal view. But it's people that are in their sort of mid to late 40s and up. The older generation, the generation that was raised to just buy something new if something wasn't working, the generation that was raised essentially just creating waste products after waste products after waste products. The generation that has now landed, younger generations, more recent generations, with all this shit, with that can of coke to pick up from our fucking forest, and I just don't agree with the whole narrative of the younger generations don't do shit because, quite frankly, and I know this is probably going to sound quite hypocritical coming from someone of the younger generation, obviously born in the nineties the the whole consensus that these people don't this group of people the this age range this age demographic doesn't contribute doesn't do this doesn't do that when in reality breaking it down this generation like millennials and and onwards millennials and further have probably had the weirdest hardest in most traumatic upbringing of most generations. I mean, don't get me wrong. Every generational bunch have their own fucking set of problems. It's just, it's amazing to me how no one sort of turned around at any point. I mean, people have turned around, obviously, but there's there's not been a, a major change, a major recognition of, huh, maybe just doing this this and this and just keeping it simple would make sense instead of everyone's trying it seems to be trying to do, outdo the person be- before them and the person after them even before they've arrived and the person next to them and the person above them and the person underneath them everyone seems to be just trying to outdo each other even when it comes to like, generational parenting Which is just fucking ludicrous. It's fucking ludicrous how as a species humans have kinda just collectively went, right, well game on bitch. It makes no fucking sense where raising your kids in the ways that like right. It's like I got fucked up in this way by my parents. I'm just not going to do that to my kids. And it's like, it's the polar opposite, hard opposite, which is just fucking ridiculous. Absolutely fucking ridiculous. The idea that if you do something different to the extreme, then it'll work. It's like, that's, that's, that doesn't happen. That doesn't fucking happen because you could look at your shoes in the morning and think, right. Like, hypothetically, if someone doesn't know how to tie their laces, they could think, right, I could just use the Velcro. Or I could attempt to tie the laces. So they attempt to tie the laces. And that doesn't work because they tie them too tight or whatever. So then they try the next morning using a power drill where anyone with a brainstem would realize that you can't tie your fucking shoes using a power drill. But the power drill is that is the complete opposite of your hands so logic i'm just gonna throw that fucking in there see if that fucking works and that's essentially what's happened with the whole generational thing people have went ah well the hands aren't working so let's just see what this power drill has to say about it and then they power drill their kids in the fucking head and The kid grows up, realizes just how much of their childhood was just nothing but bullshit, nothing but fucking manipulation, nothing but fucking power drilling. And then they flip out, they crack, they they completely disassociate from their family. There's so many people that I know these days that just point blank don't know their family. And they haven't known their family for years. They might have... I mean, obviously, everyone's got their own story. Everyone's got their own reasons. But I no, I know people that haven't... That literally don't even know if their family's alive. Literally have absolutely no concept. And that works for some people. Because that stops certain stressors. It's all about... <laughs> I guess it's all about filtering out which stresses are sort of worthwhile. Because obviously... If you need a car to be able to do X, Y, and Z, then those stressors make sense. If you decide to have a house, own a house, then you'd have bills. So those stressors would make sense. I guess it is fundamental core or fundamentally at the core of it. It really is just about processing that stress, dealing with that stress. Some people turn to drugs. Some people turn to religion. Some people turn to meditation, spirituality. Some people do a combination of all three at different times. At the same time, right? it really depends on the person. But at the same time, real strength with that, real power and strength in being able to deal with stressors and uh, difficulties and etc etc real power i'd say would probably come from recognizing where the negative stressors are and where the necessary like the unnecessary stressors and the necessary stressors figuring out which of what is which one I'd say that at least levels the playing field a little bit because at least then you're not sitting in your sofa tanking down bottles of vodka or in the pub drinking your money away or shooting your shit up your veins or whatever. At least you're not doing these self-destructive things that ultimately aren't going to lead you to any sort of conclusion, any sort of release, it's it's a temporary thing, because at the end of the day, when you wake up, even just slightly sober, that stress is still there, and it's all fine and dandy coming away for a weekend, like, nothing wrong with coming away for a weekend, uh, I personally can't imagine anyone not being able to step away for a weekend, like, people have to sort of have that break. but are you stepping away for a weekend to go and walk the hills and paint and draw and play guitar and play piano, do things that bring you joy? Are you going to spend your time with your loved ones? Are you going to just generally decompress, heal, love yourself, give yourself the things that you need to be able to carry on the next week? Or are you going to, spend 180 quid drink it all away and completely forget that fucking weekend personally it's not even a lesser of two eagles sort of thing i'd rather remember my weekend and i'd rather feel better on monday but again it's i guess it's each to their own stress fucking stress It's a never-ending loop, a never-ending loop of trying and hoping and failing and thinking you're never going to do it again and thinking you're never going to manage again. But ultimately, at the end of the day, as long as you keep injecting your life with those little moments of joy, if you keep injecting those moments of happiness in doing those things that spark joy in your life, then ultimately, you're going to find that not much else is really going to be floating about with you. People still get, you're still going to get stressed. Obviously, everyone is, and it's not a fix all cure all. But if you know that at least once a day, every day, once you've went and done your whole last day of whatever the fuck you're doing, you get home, you have a coffee, you play your guitar, or you listen to music, or you paint, or you draw, or watch your favorite tv show whatever it is that you do to decompress as long as you do it because the day that you stop doing that you might not really realize it at first but that's the day that you've allowed a part of yourself to die and if you start allowing parts of yourself to die then eventually you're going to wake up one morning and whether you're sober or not you're going to realize that there's something wrong and take it from me or don't take it from me there's nothing nothing strong enough to kill that realization when you're wasted and you still see that you still recognize that there's nothing more that you can put into your body that's going to remove that that's going to cloud that that's going to cover it there's no febreze for that shit Love yourself, take care of yourself, and do better by yourself every day that you can. And the days that you can't, just at least acknowledge that you're still doing good. I've been Kuiper Velt Explorer. Thank you so much for listening to my very first podcast, my first episode. It's been great. It's been fun. Probably going to come back at it next time with uh, one of my guests. I've got a couple of people lined up, some really interesting folks. But again, thank you, and I will see you next time.